Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of... Explain it slowly. Yo, you stole my show. (laughs) Well, what's the question then? I don't have one. I just figured I'd throw it in. Now you know what episode we're on. I don't know either. Are we at 100 yet? No. Oh, darn. This would have been very special. I think I'll know once uh, once I look it up. Let me look it up. Hold on. Please hold. Please hold while Lynn does her job. Or as the crosswalks say, wait. Wait. Uh, so this episode 97. will be, no, yes, will be 97. Oh, you're so good at math. I just count. I just count. Yeah, this episode will be 97. So then, and three more will be 100. Oh, we should do something special for 100. Oh. I was gonna hijack it, hoping that today's was a hundred. But we can we can say today is a hundred four days early, no three days early, and then do it two days early and one day early. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what's your question? Uh, Hit me. Thank you. Did you hear that, everyone? <laughs> oh, that's a smack. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, today's topic is about um the really dry air that we've been having in LA. Uh-huh. And dry as in like the humidity has dropped. It's making everything really dry to the point where your skin is cracking. Mm-hmm. Um, I had sandpaper as elbows recently. <laughs> sandpaper <laughs> as elbow. Yes, and it keeps getting caught on like sweaters and stuff. Mm-hmm. So um I guess like you you bought this thing recently and you did a lot of research. You bought a humidifier pretty much. Uh-huh. And you did a lot of research. Maybe you can like talk about like, I don't know, the difference in humidifier and why did you choose that one? Is it really working? Okay. That's a First l- of all. That's a lot of questions. The wire cutter, I am disappointed. Wire cutter, why? Why are you disappointed? Because they they said you, this you, is You should tell the audience what the wire cutter is. Okay, the wire cutter is uh, it was an independent publication that would go and buy a whole bunch of different units for a certain goal, and they would give them a test and say, okay, by our professional opinion, this one is the best, and the, here are the reasons why, and this is why you should trust us. Uh, they recently got acquired by the New York Times, and it seems like the New York Times treats them very poorly, so um, yeah, consider that before like tapping on their links and like buying stuff through their links. Like You can always open up a new browser window and uh do find the product yourself um and yeah uh in any case uh i am disappointed because they said a certain type of humidifier is like seemingly the best one um when there are many types of humidifiers and i'm gonna kind of go over this whole thing was that when was that article written because very recently okay because they Um, do regular updates too yeah um in any case um why do we need humidifiers? Well, it turns out humans are comfortable when the humidity is around like 40 to 50 percent, like mm-hmm. in the air. Um, anything much higher than that, everything's sticky. Everything much lower than that, everything is dry. You notice it on your skin the most, like your lips will kind of start to balloon and get crackly um, and eventually will start to crack and bleed. Um, your elbows or your fingers uh, get all like dry. dry. Um, you like feel like anything you touch, like a piece of paper will give you like the EGBGs all over. The worst Um, is when your fingers get so dry that it starts to like flake a little. So anything you touch, anything fibrous that you touch, you tend to get caught on. 
Oh. And that's the worst. Yeah, I don't get that because when my fingers are that dry, me touching anything makes the the hairs on my arms go up. <laughs> um, and like, okay, side story. When ASMR became a big thing on the internet like five years ago or whenever it did, I don't know, it's been a while. Um, I was like, why does anyone like this? Because all it does is make my hair crawl. Yeah. And it is like unnerving. It reminds me of like, chalk not screeching on the chalkboard just going on the chalkboard as a kid Uh and i realize now that it's because the air was dry and whenever the air is dry me touching anything does that and therefore my brain associates anything moving and doing the same sort of touch motion makes my head feel like my fingers are touching that stuff and that makes my like hair crawl and i like start like uh, holding myself tight you get the ejbgs yeah the ejbgs um, I don't know what that's called in English. We call it the EGBGs. I'm mm-hmm. sure, like, the sentiment has gone through, I hope. Um, so in any case, uh, is bad. Humidity helps prevent that, I, I've found through research. This, uh, this episode's title is gonna be, what is EGBGs? What are the EGBGs? And you're gonna have so much, such a hard time <laughs> spelling, spelling that, that word. word. Um, but yeah, uh, Lynn had, like, crazy eczema earlier in the year, which I think is also related to it. Uh, our cat Kitan, she has dry skin too. She has dandruff, and be- when her skin is dry, she licks a lot, and she licks so much she licks her skin bare, uh-huh. like all the hair. Um, and then she starts getting a callus, um, not a cal, a rash, rash, uh, from over licking. Because if you've ever looked looked at a cat's tongue, it's like a whole bunch of little bristles, like bristles. It's like a brush basically, um, and it's sharp, and therefore they can hurt themselves like that. Oh my goodness, they're both collapsed. Um, but in any case, uh, like low humidity, bad. We live in California, a place called Sun Valley, high humidity. You would not assume like it's, it's the driest place, um, where tons of people live. Uh, so we wanted to look into something to humidify the air. Um, now I looked into what kind of humidifiers like exist. There's evaporative humidifiers that will, uh, basically let, individual air molecules disperse into the air by sucking them up with capillary action. Um, so if you don't know, this is what allows trees to suck up water from like the roots. It just makes a thin uh, little capillary, which is a tiny tube, and water will climb a capillary on its own. Um, you can see this with a straw a tiny bit. If you put a straw in a glass, the water will be ever so slightly above where the glass line is. If you put a tiny transparent straw, it'll go way higher. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also the reason why gla- water will climb the edges of the glass. So you'll see it kind of like go a little bit up as it touches the edge of the glass. Same same effect at heart. Uh, so you have something called a wick, which is basically a super fancy fabric uh, thing with a super high surface area. And the water will naturally kind of go up it. So if you put this wick in water, water goes up the wick and the wick gets wet. Now, this wet wick, you have a giant fan blowing on it. And that giant fan will help uh, induce the water to evaporate evaporate on its own and basically become water, water molecules in the air. And as that happens, the humidity of the air will go up. Um, if you live in a super dry climate like California in the summer, this is a very good way of making an air conditioner without much energy because by adding moisture to the air, you are dropping the temperature of the air as a result of that. So um, it's great in California where it's dry. It's not so great in Florida where it's wet. You're just going to make the the air more wet and it's just going to be... Sticky. It's, it's already sticky and you're just going to make it stickier. So it's not going to help you in there. 
in that climate. But in dry climates like California, uh, it's a great way of making it less um, less hot. Um, so yeah. Now, going as to why in the winter, like you would need a humidifier. Well, it turns out as the water t- as the air temperature drops, the amount of water that it can hold gets lower and lower. So normally that's fine uh, because we need a relative humidity. We just care that it's at 50% of the capacity that the air can hold. Um, we don't care that it's a certain amount of water, like a certain amount of grams or whatever. Um, so as long as that relative humidity is good, that's fine. But when you heat your home, when it's cold outside, for instance, what happens is that you make the air hotter, but the amount of water that was in the air stayed the same. So now it's the relative humidity is going down. As the air gets hotter, the capacity for more water increases, but the amount of water does not. Does that make sense? Does it also, does it, because the idea of like heating things up or warming something up is that you're kind of like when you wash your clothes, right? It's wet. Mm-hmm. And then you put it in the heater, in the dryer, it dries it by heating it up, right? So yeah. then does that mean when you have the heater on, it's actually reducing the humidity in the house? Because no. it gets rid of the no. moisture? So think about the dryer scenario. What it's doing is it's moving the water from your clothes into the air. Uh, it does? Yeah. So now the air that's in the dryer, or the exhaust, is full of humidified air. Oh. Because the water had to go somewhere, right? It's not just going to magically go poof. Oh, okay. Okay, so... When you generally just heat a space, that is going to make the relative humidity go down because the amount of water in the air stayed the same, but the capacity for water increased. So now instead of being at 50%, it's now at 20%. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Okay, so uh, with that knowledge in mind, with a humidifier, what you can do is reintroduce water into the air. That will cool it a little bit, but along with your heater that's running you're going to be able to put more and more water into the air to make it comfortable. And then instead of it being super dry, like what you're used to when you put the heater on, it's going to be more like when it's spring or summer, where it's not necessarily dry, it's just warmer. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Um, so that's the reason why people want humidifiers in the winter. Now, one problem with these wick-based humidifiers is they make a disgusting mess over time if you don't clean them super regularly because it's always wet yeah sitting there yeah so anyone knows that if you have something that's constantly wet like stuff is going to grow on there because there's stuff in the air like it's not just water there's bacteria floating around um like it's actually pretty like gross what the air is composed of uh it is not clean by any like like sense of the word so just by being there, there's going to be bacteria that's just going to float onto the wick and be like, this is an excellent place to make my home. Uh, and it's going to start growing. You're going to have mold spores, bacteria, fungus, whatnot. Um, so you need to clean and disinfect your wick like every two days um, if you don't want any of that to happen. Uh, and humidifiers are known to cause uh, humidifier lung, which is a quote unquote disease uh, where there's just huge amounts of spores and bacteria in the air that you are like, your lungs are not happy because now your lungs are a nice wet place and that stuff is now living inside your lungs and now your immune system is kind of going into overdrive to try to like keep that in control. So not a great thing uh, to ever have. Um, So you need to clean your humidifier. Now there is a kind of humidifier that does not have a giant wick that's an excellent place for bacteria to grow on and that is an ultrasonic humidifier. And that's what the wire cutter kind of said, hey, 
Humidifiers not worth the pro the hassle. So here is a kind that does not have the wick. So therefore, although bacteria can grow in the tank, you can change and clean the tank way more easily than you can this wick that is never going to be clean the first time you use it, basically, mm -hmm. uh, after the first time you use it. So uh, what an ultrasonic humidifier does is it has uh, a little kind of, you can think of it like a speaker in the water, and it will vibrate like very, very fast to the point where bits and drops of water get torn from the water surface and they become light enough to kind of catch the air currents and go up into the air. Oh. So you'll notice with the humidifier that we bought, it has this nice little cloud that comes out of it and it's literally a cloud. So you have little droplets of water that are so light they can stay suspended in the air, but they are still droplets of many molecules of water. So you see that because that will catch light and you'll see it as a cloud. Now, these droplets do get smaller, like over time, especially if it's hot. Like, as you said, it kind of like evaporates stuff. Well, that's going to evaporate over time, but it is going to make little tiny particles that are much larger than molecules of water, like on the size of dust, basically. Um, and they're going to be floating in the air. So what this humidifier does is it does humidify the air by putting water in it it just does not put molecules of water it puts big aggregates of droplets of water into the air but it's still just water though water is safe though yeah so it is safe now that said you have a very peculiar nose mm -hmm, i'm very sensitive yeah yes. and we now have a ton of air quality sensors all around the house so we can very accurately tell like which rooms have low humidity which rooms have uh, high uh, PM 2.5 micron and PM 10 micron uh, particulate matter, uh, which is basically dust in the air. And those sensors go absolutely loony with the humidifier going off. So basically what we're used to of having like a two parts per million PM 2.5 and PM 10, uh, we're now at 200 to 300 parts per million whenever the humidifier is on. Um, and that's because instead of putting like molecules into the air is putting droplets of water into the air. And those droplets are the same size as dust particles of that size. Mm -hmm. um, so the detectors detect them. We detect them because it makes the air really stuffy. Uh -huh. Like you've noticed that. Yeah. Like as soon as we have that thing on, the air is just stuffier. Uh -huh. um, and um, that is because of this basically. So if you do want an ultrasonic... Um, is that what we have? Yeah. Uh, an ultrasonic humidifier, uh, I would suggest you only run it when you can have the heater going because the heater will dry out those droplets of water that are in the air uh -huh. and it will turn them into individual molecules in the air, uh -huh. which will make things a whole lot better because then you're not going to have little particles like floating around everywhere. You're going to have just molecules of water, which is the kind of humidity that we actually need, not little droplets. Little droplets are kind of useless. Because they're just kind of sticking together anyways. They're not really donating a little water everywhere they touch. Which is why we feel it and why we dry out. Because we lose water on our skin. And at the same time, the air around us is putting water back on our skin. So we don't feel like we're drying out. But when the humidity is low, as we lose water from our skin, the same is not happening in the reverse direction. So we get drier and drier over time. Does that make sense? Yeah. So then, that means our humidifier is not good. Yeah, so it's not the best. That said, it is super dry, and it is helping, like, when it is super dry. 
Um, have you noticed it helping? I because have, I, I don't notice I it have helping. noticed it helping, but it's only really effective when we can have the heater on. And today it is like 80 degrees. So it is not a heater day, but it is still a dry day. Uh-huh. Um, so that is like problematic. That said, I'm not sure I want to go the full effort of like getting a big humidifier that like with a wick mm-hmm. uh that we would then have to like very super like be manical about cleaning because you get sick really easily from like stuff in the air and i feel like that would kill you for some reason if we missed if we if we messed it up like once uh-huh. um so I, I'm well, like, I now have asthma too, so we'll we'll know, right? If mm-hmm. it's, if there's really something wrong with my lungs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think maybe it's worth like giving a try to see like what the improvement I, I can think, be. I think for now it's fine because winter is almost over, mm-hmm. and then know, we have the dry summer heat to look forward. To. I've been I've been like moisturizing a lot more, so. Mm-hmm. But you also have been starting scratching a lot more. I have been scratching. So. My hand is starting to puss up again like it was. Yeah. So, yeah. I am on the... There's this eczema injections that I am I started. Mm-hmm. And it's helped to deal with people with eczema. And I, I'm still doing that. So... I think it just doesn't help that the air is getting worse. That's all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you're thinking about a humidifier, be, like, super conscious of the fact that the evaporative ones need a lot of, like, maintenance and cleaning if you don't want to die from it. Um, and the ones that don't need the cleaning and all that, uh, they are not as effective at actually humidifying the air. Like, they are putting water in it, but not in a way that is, like... Even even the one that we have, it's the cleaning process is very involved. Like Mm -hmm. you have to take every little parts out and then you have to pretty much let it sit in like an acid bath, right? For like Mm -hmm. half an hour to clean out all the parts. Yeah. Pretty much you're cleaning out all the calcification of the water. Mm -hmm. like right, And sterilizing it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, humidifiers are like a breeding ground for other junk. And that's unfortunate when we like need it. I know that there are some like super fancy whole house humidifiers that work in different ways that don't require the same like cleaning regimen, but they still need to be cleaned every few months. So that is uh, like a separate issue, I guess. I mean, that's to be said for everything, though. Nothing is clean. Nothing ever stay clean. You have to put some sort of effort into mm-hmm. cleaning something. Yeah. Especially once you're involving moisture and like water. Yeah, a nice growing environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's what I've learned about humidity in the past few months. Uh, there's an ex- excellent uh, video on the topic by Technology Connections. Um, so we'll leave a link to that um, down below. Is it down below for podcasts? Up to Who the knows? side, depending on the podcast player. Who knows? Um, I don't even know if people are using those links. If you're using the links, let us know on Twitter at Lin and Dimichan, L-I-N-H-A-N-D-D-I-M-I-C-H-A-N. And yeah, we'll be sure to keep maintaining them. If uh, no one writes to us, then we'll leave them out. No, I, I figure no. people still use them. No, you uh, have to leave resources for people. Mm-hmm. 
at least it proves that we did some of our homework and we're not total buffoons. You're not. We're not making it up. But we're we're just repeating what other people are saying. So, so they maybe could be, they made they it could up. Could be making it up, but no, I, I I tend to to verify my knowledge quite regularly nowadays, especially after years of my dad just telling me nonsense like oh the firstborn son will have o positive blood if the father has o positive blood i'm like oh really that means i have o positive guess what guess what my blood type is not o positive uh which i learned when i was like 18 so uh i have regularly since been uh refreshing my 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 knowledge banks uh and re-verifying well, he was what i did learn that. yeah he was taught that and he believed it and he did not refresh his knowledge banks before Passing on that information, so um, I, I well, try to do my best. The internet was not around. It was not. During his time. And so, yeah. I mean, like, for people like our parents who did not grow up with the internet and this type of technology, it's really hard for them to even get into it. Mm-hmm. You know? And your ma- your dad refuses to use a smartphone every single time you give him a smartphone. It's okay. He's using a phone now. He uses emoji. He's happy. Yeah. He, he learned where the letters are on the keyboard. It's enough he, for him. He, I feel like, I don't know about how normal people are, but you and I don't really use emoji as much. I use emoji constantly. Oh, you do? Yeah, just not I, with you. Oh, I don't really use emoji as much, but I feel like You when, have my face to look at. You, I don't need to make a picture of my face for you. <laughs> I feel like when you taught your dad how to use that smartphone, oh my god, everything was emoji. It's like a little kid, you know. Mm-hmm. And now there's more. I'm really looking forward to the new emoji coming to um, the new t- iOS 15.4 or whatever. Uh, there's one. It's just a face that's melting into a puddle, but it's smiling in the process. That's going to be my new go-to emoji. I really like all of the Apple emojis because it's, it's so pretty. It's very graphic it's you know they put a lot of effort in making it pretty and not just one of those ugly cliff art type style clip art clip art cliff art not cliff art cliff art (laughs) cliff art cliff art the cliff art dog no okay goodbye bye everyone